As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mates Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, 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 now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide if it should be remembered for all of human history or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me is the guy who all the villagers look to when they're being tormented by the gods. It's... It is uh, Yahel. How how are you doing today, uh, Steve? Uh, or may I call you uh, Big Eolus? <laughs> no, uh, see, I was going to say, you're the Eolus. I'm the Hercules here. <laughs> uh, but you're just Big Eolus, I'm, uh, and I'm Little Hercules. All right. Little Her- <laughs> I, I guess I can live with that. Uh, These can be our rap names. Oh, Little little Herc. Or no, Big Big Eolus Lil, Lil and Little Herc. Lil, L-I-L. Lil, gotcha, yeah. That, those are the funkiest rap names I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, and your yours is spelled B-I-G and then E-E-Y-O, <laughs> Y-O is in capital letters. Oh, Biggie Herc. Uh, E-Y-O-L-I-S, right. L-I, dollar sign, dollar sign. Well, thank you for uh, charting the rest of my adult life. I can't wait. We got a rap group going here. Forget podcasting. Yeah. Rapping is where the money is anyway. Um, but uh, <laughs> hello, I, I, I figured, you know, you've got you. You have the hair closer to Eolus. You know, you're kind of a dark brown, little blondish at times. Uh, and my hair's long and I'm tanner. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So you... that, that's kind of where I was going. <laughs> Sure, sure. I'll, big, I'll big for the sake of the podcast. I will go along with all of that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in case uh, you, the listener slash viewer, are wondering what we're talking about, we are talking about the what I like to call is the uh, the Sorboverse, the Hercules Sorboverse, and uh, mm. all, AKA um, the TV show was called Hercules: The Legendary Journeys, uh, which uh, Hercules was portrayed by. Maybe possibly the greatest actor next to Nicolas Cage and uh, David Hasselhoff in our time. One, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, I'm in love with God Sorbo. (laughs) Yeah, he is. uh, He sure does love the Lord. Uh, Recently trending Kevin Sorbo, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. So very, very timely of us uh, to have this show planned. He was... I know I sent you the message, but he was. And I'm not gonna get into the politics of it, but but like he was trending yesterday because he tweeted um, something like, "If CNN's pronoun had pronouns, they would be was and were." <laughs> and the problem is, was and were aren't pronouns. Right, but it's still a good line. It's still a good line, though. I think it, it's ah, it's stupid. Like I, I think it says, um, I I bet it's something he heard. He didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about how grammatically incorrect it was, and he's like, ah, um, this would be clever. And uh, well, he's like, I'm going to send out a Herc tweet. <laughs> it's like one of those things that's, it's like clever and it isn't at the same time uh, somehow. Yeah. Uh, and it's old. Like, it, it's old. Like, it's not, it's nothing. I, I've seen tweets like that, like about different, various different things, you know. Well, I mean, only um, recently, and again, we don't have to get into it. Only recently did CNN Plus get canceled, right? I mean, that's pretty timely. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean the the pronoun the joke thing. Of, like, ah, yes, the pronoun yeah. sure, based sure, jokes. Yeah. Like that's not new. But uh, uh, I mean, if you're yeah. one of those ultra conservative types, uh, with which if you are, that's perfectly fine. You're still welcome to watch this show. Either way, we'll nah, take get you. out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, we'll we'll take your <laughs> like and subscribe and share. Uh, anyone, we're just yeah. we're that desperate. But but, but but I think for most um, Christians and conservatives, Kevin Sorbo is one of those. That they kind of go, ooh, this guy's a bit cringe, right? And you know? uh, and that's okay. So what we're talking about here, all right? So he played basically Hercules. Hercules. Kevin Sorbo bursts onto the scene in the '90s. Of course, we saw him uh, briefly in our Murder She Wrote episode, uh, which involved a VR, um, <laughs> virtual reality, as like a computer guy uh, or head of this sort of like um, computer team. Make sure you check out that episode if you want to see like. Sorbo before he became uh, Hercules and then um, he got cast uh, in Renaissance Pictures uh, TV movie which is what we're talking about today Hercules and the Amazon uh, women and uh, that then Hercules was just huge in the 90s like do you remember apparently it uh it took down Baywatch as like the number one syndicated show on cable do you remember that yeah yeah I read that too and I and I believe it but I mean, 96, I believe, was kind of like, you know, towards Baywatch's. Baywatch had already been around for a while. Sure. Know, so, well, somebody uh, had to take like up all, the mantle. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Notice how it didn't take over uh, Baywatch Nights in popularity. <laughs> Nothing. Will, I, and I've got idea, future ideas for Baywatch Nights uh, episodes, which we'll have to talk about uh, once we once we get through this. Uh, so. I bet I bet, I bet, bet the sentence you just said, I've got future ideas for Baywatch Nights episodes. It's something that... David Hasselhoff bothers his wife with every day. <laughs> Is David Hasselhoff Honey, married? are you coming to bed? I don't know. <laughs> Honey, are you coming to bed? You don't understand. I've got, I've got ideas for me watching night's episodes. <laughs> I can see him bothering his assistant about it. He's like, did you fax my scripts? That's right, fax. He's still stuck in the 90s. Like, did yeah, you fax yeah, yeah. my scripts to, I don't know, whoever it was that produced Baywatch, and he's like, oh, yes, Mr. Hasselhoff, right away, Mr. Hasselhoff. Meanwhile, he's just, like, <laughs> throwing him in the trash. But uh, but we're not here to talk about the Hoff. We're here to talk about Hercules and the Amazon the women. The Sorb. Are you ready to absorb into the Sorb with Hercules? Yeah. And uh, All right, let's just, uh, let's run Let, it. Let's, let's go uh, swimming with sexy Sorbo. <laughs> That's time to go Sorb deep, baby. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. Uh, as I said before, uh, Hercules and the Amazon Women is the name of a uh, TV movie, which basically kicked off the uh, Hercules Sorbo verse, uh, which is a uh, <laughs> the show and the movies were produced by Renaissance Pictures, which we talked about on the Mantis episode, which is uh, Sam Raimi and Rob Tappart. Uh, they, um, uh, the creators of Evil Dead and um, Army of Darkness, uh, that is their company. Do you think he's like a fake God guy or he's just there for the paycheck? Man, it's hard to tell because uh, in preparing for this episode, I read a couple of Kevin Sorbo interviews mm-hmm. from one was from 2013 and another one was from 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, he seemed pretty normal 
for the most part, he doesn't like bring up any of the crazy talking points that he brings up now. The crazy mm-hmm. like, and I mean, if you're Christian, that that's fine. I'm not saying like you're crazy because you're Christian. I mean, you you probably are, <laughs> but I'm not saying you. But but I'm not saying you are. <laughs> no, but uh, oh boy, there anyways, goes our already small audience. All right, <laughs> our, our small Christian audience. Right. No, 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 I, I, I'm just kidding. But um, you know, like he he goes really, you know, extremisms of any sort tend to be like kind of cringy. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, and, and and he goes pretty extreme whenever he brings up, you know, well, Christianity mm-hmm. or his political views or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I wonder if he's doing it just more so because he's getting a lot of parts in movies like mm-hmm. God's Not Dead Yet, right? And stuff like that. He does a lot of like direct to. Uh, streaming and direct to DVD Christian movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these movies do even make it to the theater. Yeah, I mean, even um, even Nicolas Cage did that remake of um, Left. What is it, Left Behind? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, I don't know. I just assume. Nic- but Nicolas Cage knows a good comedy when he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? We might have to put that on the list. I think that might be yeah. worth watching. Yeah, I'm um, down. I'm down. So in case, but, it, you know, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry to cut you off, Steve, but one of the things I was going to say is one of the things that makes me think like he's just it is a bit of a shtick unless he's like been recently converted. Maybe, you know, maybe he's one of these guys that was like a kind of a casual church goer, kind mm. of a casual Christian. I believe in God, but not religious per se. Maybe in the last few years he's been converted because if you look at his if he is sincere, because if you look at his previous catalog, you know, like he did a movie, for example, Pool Boy, which is one oh, of our favorites. Yes. We got and it is not something you would see him in today or that he would use to present himself as a Christian, you know, it's right. super over the top. Uh, it's very, uh, I, I don't know, gratuitous. Yes. Uh, very, it's very early two thousands. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, but just to his defense, I mean, I'm not, and maybe you, uh, were able to find it. I mean, he had like a brain injury or like an almost fatal brain injury. Right. Wait, and I'm the one making. I'm the one insulting the audience. No, no, I'm serious. No, no, not not. I mean, he had some sort of disease, and he survived it, and that's what, and that's when he supposedly became quote unquote. Oh, like, I didn't know that. So I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that like that. He has a brain injury, and now he believes. No, God. no, he had like a, a fatal, like almost fatal, like a disease of some kind. Uh, it might be oh, wow. brain cancer, and uh, that's wow. what happens. He. He, and that's why he credits God for, you know, basically oh, saving okay. his life. So, um, All right, and we well, can assume I mean, that happened after Pool Boy 2. <laughs> yeah, God was, God was not happy with Kevin. <laughs> I had to teach him a lesson, knock him down a, a peg or two. Right, but, right. No, I, I, never, I never heard that. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's typical, right, of a lot of people sure. that have, like, a big event in their life, especially if it's health related, and they make it through. A lot of times, they'll credit God, not the medical team, uh, <laughs> or, or science. Months yeah. working around the clock to save them. All right. Well, it's obvious what we believe in, so it's okay. Audience, either like it or love it. I don't know, or, or yeah, hate yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're having a lot of fun. Uh, I will say, you know, atheists can be just as uh, annoying oh, and yes. cringy, quite uh, indeed as well. Uh, uh, even though I like, I myself consider myself an atheist, and man, here. there's some atheists who who I want them to shut up about being an atheist. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like there's this <laughs> this is completely off topic. There's this person that I'm friends with on Instagram, and every holiday she's got a little something to say. Uh, it's like if you don't celebrate, yeah. then just keep your mouth shut. You know, whatever. Yeah. But all right. Anyway, back to Hercules here. Uh, it premiered April Hercules and the Amazon Women. The TV movie premiered April twenty fifth, 
1994. Did you catch it on its premiere date, Yehel Velasquez? I, I don't, man, I don't know if I caught it on its premiere date, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, but I definitely watched it. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that this did end up getting re-aired in syndication. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, and I, I want to say it even got like cut up, like as if there were episodes at one point. I, I believe um, you're right. Mm -hmm. From what I remember. So yeah, I definitely watched it. I don't think I watched it when it premiered. How about you? Oh, I definitely did because all I did was watch TV in the nineties. Like I was, I was trying sure. to think to myself, I was like, man, why did I watch so much TV back then? I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the fact that we moved around a lot and I was like, yeah, I'll make friends later. I'm just going to stay in and watch TV. But um, but yeah, I, I remember catching this when it started. And I watched all five of the TV movies. And I'm going to name them off right now. Uh, so, of course, we have what we're talking about here. Hercules and the Amazon Women. That was followed by Hercules and the Lost Kingdom. Hercules and the Circle of Fire. Hercules in the Underworld. And Hercules in the Maze of the Minotaur, which was actually a clip show, they said, um, of the previous films. And then after that, that gave birth to Her the hit show, hit TV show, Hercules, The Legendary uh, Journeys. Uh, and that, of course, spun off Xena. Uh, and then um, eventually Young Herc. And I was reading that uh, the TV show lasted five seasons. And then they, were, they started their sixth. And they wanted Kevin Sorbo to sign a three-year extension, which he declined. So they were just like, eh, mm -hmm. after eight episodes, eh, we don't need to shoot anymore. And then that was yeah, the end so, of Hercules. So, yeah, that's pretty much accurate. I, I read an interview. One of the interviews I read with uh, Kay Sorbs had a little bit more detail. Uh, he, <laughs> he, uh, he said he just couldn't handle his sex. No, no. Right. So basically he was, he declined the contract extension. Like you said, he had signed up to, um, star in Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. Oh, Gene Roddenberry, yeah. of course, the creator of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, but there were eight months before Andromeda started up. So they had time, he said, to do the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the producers of Hercules and the studio, they were kind of the, the way he, he does say that the way it seemed to him is that they were kind of miffed at him or like mad upset with him for not signing like the three year extension. Right. And so basically he thinks like kind of as a fuck you and I'm quoting him here mm. as a fuck you to him. They cut it short to eight episodes. Um, I will say something I really liked about Kevin Sorbo in the interview that I read, you know, a lot of times when actors are kind of typecast and I. I don't know if he's typecast per se, but mm. when you're remembered mostly for a role, right. um, people, actors tend to like kind of despise that role sure. or hate to like talk about it. Yeah. Hate that they're recognized by it. He has a really, really good attitude about the role. Um, he genuinely liked the show. He loves that he was a part of it. He was mm. really happy with the beginning and end minus the fact that he says like, hey, we rushed the end of right. it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say this. He seems to have like a very, at least, let me rephrase that. In 2013, he had a very level-headed view. <laughs> I don't know these days, but... Uh. Right, right, I gotcha. Um, so yeah, it was part of a, a block of syndicated shows put out by Universal TV called the um, Universal Action Block. And I think some of those other ones that were in there, uh, I remember there was like a Knight Rider show. Uh, did you watch, Do you remember anything of the Universal Action Block? Or pack. No, That's what it's called. Universal Action Pack. No, because, I mean, you know, it's syndicated, right? Mm -hmm. So 
it could be different in different markets. Absolutely. And the way I remember it mm-hmm. was it aired as part of its own thing. It didn't air like as a block of syndicated shows, at gotcha. least locally for me. Um, but there was stuff like that. Like, I remember like Babylon 5, for example, aired as part of like a block of programming called like the Primetime Entertainment Network. So like that kind of stuff, it was weird. Like these companies would like create like these pseudo fake networks mm-hmm. within – uh, syndication it was so dumb. But what, right. what about you? Did you uh, partake in the other action block shows? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes I did. Uh, I think um, oh uh, Tech War was a part of it. Did you, you had to have watched oh, Tech War. Shit. That's not on the list. Yeah, we, is it? No, I don't think it is. We need to add it to the list. It is for now. Sure. It is. Yeah, now. I watched I'm all right the... <laughs> now. Don't you worry. <laughs> because sir. the same thing happened to Tech War. They had like a bunch of TV movies, and then it spawned a, um, a TV series. And so yeah. I remember Tech War was a part of it. I think like uh, there was some sort of Smokey and the Bandit style show that was just called yeah, Bandit. Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course it was on TV, so I watched it because that's who I was back then. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so I think that pretty much covers kind of like the back story for at least the Sorbo verse of Hercules. Um, so to take us into the synopsis of the show, or movie, sorry, a TV movie, it's um, Hercules and Aeolus take time out from Aeolus's wedding preparations to help a distant village under attack from monsters. When they reach their destination, they find the monsters are, in fact, Amazonian women who are, <laughs> who are controlled by Hera. And uh, and that's that. Pretty much sums it up, I think. Uh, the direct. It's so weird because like the uh, whole Hercules Sorbo verse. I'm gonna keep calling it that. Just like feels like it was all directed by Sam Raimi, but it wasn't. But he did uh, executive produce. It feels a lot like Army of Darkness to me in tone and sort of like the cheekiness and everything. But yeah. uh, but the director of this particular movie was one Bill Norton who directed episodes of Sequest 2032. Make sure you check out our Sequest episode. Uh, 80s Twilight Zone, uh, Profiler, Buffy, and Angel. Um, And uh, then we got the writing team here. Kicks off with one Andrew Detman, who uh, wrote episodes of SWAT, CSI, The Pretender. Make sure you check out our Pretender episode. Lois and Clark, New Adventures of Superman, one of Yael's favorites. And all the other Herc stuff, he worked like all throughout the, the Sorboverse. And then we have, um, I believe her name is either Jewel Selbo or Julie with just an E, no I-E or Y. Uh, she wrote episodes of the original 80s Flash, Young Indiana Jones, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, Adventures of Sinbad. You remember that one? <laughs> Uh, that came out after Hercules, Adventures mm-hmm. of Sinbad. Tales from, the, Tales from the Dark Side is another TV show that we should do. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And last... Because it recently... You know what's funny, Steve? I recently tried to look uh, up, like, find Tales from the Dark Side streaming. And um, guess where I found it? Tubi. Right along... Uh, Daily Motion, right alongside uh, the person that's been uploading Baywatch Nights episodes <laughs> to Daily Motion. Wow. Three weeks ago, they started uploading Tales from the Dark Side. So thank you, whoever you are. And this guy's a hero. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, last but not least... He has a big penis, I bet. <laughs> Herculean in size, you think? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so last but not least, and the writing team is one Daniel Truly, who's uh, just truly good. Uh, he um, wrote some episodes of Blade the Series, 
uh, The Pretender, Lois and Clark, and SmackDown and Raw. That's right, the wrestling shows. They have a script. It's not real. Oh, uh, but no. it's, it's real to us, though. It's real to us. Uh, and as I said, the production companies were uh, Renaissance uh, Pictures. Um, and I already mentioned that they created Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, all that other stuff. Um, so did you want to take us through the cast? There you go. Sure. Um, so even though there's kind of a lot of people on this um show there's not that many uh tv movie there's not that many that are featured uh heavily so i'm just going to kind of go over the featured uh sure. actors and actresses sure. uh obviously we have kevin sorbo you know him from uh being the creepy guy waiting outside the confessional booth uh at your local church <laughs> i don't think he's catholic uh, but sure let's go with it <laughs> I, I don't think so either but uh <laughs> i just i just just go with yeah, it. yeah no problem uh Anyway, so, you know, we all obviously know he was Hercules. Uh, I mentioned earlier he was in Andromeda, which is a Gene Roddenberry show, uh, which I've never watched, but I need to. So I've heard it's actually pretty good. Now, that was made um, uh, posthumously, right? That's, I don't think it's the right word. but pos- Yeah, posthumously. Ah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, you had the right word, just the pronunciation. Was, uh, a little off. It's okay, English thank, is your first Thank language. you, foreigner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, I... I'm from Puerto Rico originally. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. So and obviously, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, he does a lot of uh, religious movies. But um, Kevin Sorbo does. But dude, outside, even if you like don't look at those like religious movies, the guy like has kept working like super, super regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And we we I think you and I will both recommend checking out um, Pool Boy. Oh, yeah. uh, it's definitely it's a bit low budget. It's over the top. In politically incorrect comedy, but it's done the right way. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, um, I know him more from Rodeo Girl, Dream Champion, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Another movie I was going to recommend uh, that we watch of his is, um, I think you should have it in front of you. It's sort of like a Conan ripoff. It's called... Um, Cole? Yeah, that's it. I've always wanted yeah, to see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I've wanted to see that too. Um, then next we have Anthony Quinn. I don't know how he got tied wow, up in this. Wow. But, I'll uh, tell you why when we get to it. <laughs> oh, great, great. I'm glad you know. So yeah. Anthony Quinn, um, legendary actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think if, I, I mean, most of our listeners probably aren't going to know who he is, but, um, uh, if you do, you probably know him from Lawrence of Arabia, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy has worked, well, worked, uh, in the industry for a long, long time. Uh, he was born like in 1915 or 1912, something like that. But yeah, he has a ton of credits. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's wonderful as Zeus here. He, he does not play Zeus on the TV show, though. Well, just in, I, uh, I think, again, because the TV show came out posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he died? Uh, no, no, he was alive during the TV show because he died in 2001. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, yeah. shows what I know. But maybe he was sick or... Eh, they probably sick, didn't. Sick of the script. They just didn't want to. Well, I, I just think Lucy Lawless didn't want to do any more bedroom scenes with him. Yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> so since, since you brought up Lucy Lawless, uh, she is also in this. Now, we know her as Xena mm-hmm. uh, inside the Hercules slash Servoverse. However, she does not play Xena uh, in this show. She plays just one of the Amazonian women. She is the outside of the uh, queen of the Amazonians. Yeah, she's the number she two, is, yeah. 
Yeah, she's the number two exactly. She's the she's the Will Riker, the Commander Riker of the Amazonians. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, but Lucy Lawless has done a bunch of stuff. Xena, she's been in a bunch of films, a lot of TV shows. Uh, I know she was in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Spartacus. Um, she was in Sa- yeah Spartacus, Salem. Um, of course, uh, Battlestar Galactica, mm, yeah. uh, where she like kills it in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, she's great. Um, and then next we have Roma Downey, mm-hmm. who plays the Queen of the Amazons. And <laughs> so I think most people will know her from Touched by an Angel. Yeah, but that's I was, so weird. Right. Uh, it's weird because like, and here she plays like kind of like this sexy, like villainous, you know, and she also ended up doing a bunch of Christian movies uh, later on and recently, such as The Bible in 2013 and Son of God in 2014. Um, the Bi- and The Bible is like a TV miniseries. Um, so, yeah, she's and also she did a um one called at Jesus side. So she's one of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two peas in a pew, if you will. Um I, I don't know. Uh anyways, so um then we have Michael Hurst who plays Eolus. Uh you know, obviously I think he's probably best known from Hercules. He did make some appearances in uh, Xena as well. I think he actually becomes like a regular character on Xena or a pretty regular character uh, at one point. But anyways, he's another guy that's working uh, very regularly. He's got a bunch of stuff. He's just never like the lead guy. Uh, but yeah, he's still working to this day. Um, then we've got that, that's really kind of like the main main cast. The other one that I was going to point out was Lloyd Scott. Um, he plays what's the guy's name? Pythias, Pythias. Um, uh, he's somewhat important to the story because he approaches um, Hercules' character. But the guy didn't work a lot. He did do a movie uh, or a short in 2021 and some stuff here and there. But for the most part, didn't get a lot of parts. He's only got 14 credits to his name. But that kind of makes up what I felt were the important players in this movie. That is so interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, also, I've got a little uh, fun fact to throw in there. You know the little girl that he approaches uh, who turns into the Hydra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that little girl is Rose McIver from uh, iZombie. You ever watch any iZombie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now she's in some show called Ghosts. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it was any good. iZombie was okay. Um but uh yeah all right i think that yeah sums up all the uh the important players but of course there's no small parts only small actors right all right yeah yeah. (laughs) so michael hurst (laughs) he is small, (laughs) but he's good though he's i don't know if he's small as much as he as kevin sorbo's tall right right yeah that's true he's he's probably like average height maybe slightly less than average height i remember though later on not that he's in bad shape Mm -hmm. uh in this tv movie but I remember, like he gets pretty jacked in later <laughs> seasons uh, of uh, of the Hercules, and Kevin Sorbo kind of thins out and gets less muscular towards the end of Hercules. Huh? Uh, mm-hmm. From what I remember, that's how I'm remembering it. But I mean, I, I could be wrong. It's been right, a long time right. All right, so we'll jump right into the movie here, and we open up with some VO uh, over some shots of beautiful New Zealand, which is where this was shot, and we get the. Um, the VO, which is basically present before every Hercules movie and TV show. And it's, uh, this is the story of a time long ago when the Earth was still young and virginal. 
They don't say that. <laughs> the gods. Supple. Yeah. Back when the earth was hot. Right, right. So hot back then. Uh, the gods plagued mankind, and there was nowhere to turn until Hercules arrived. Born of Zeus and a human woman, plagued by Hera, the queen of the gods. So, so basically, they just sum up everything for you. So you don't even have to watch the other stuff. But this is the first one. So, yeah, whatever. Um... So the cold open, uh, we are out in a dark forest, again, (laughs) presumably in New Zealand. Three men wander through, and they are afraid of something. One wants to turn back, but the others say that they're gonna make it. One guy gets pulled into the bushes and is subsequently killed. The other falls into a trap hole um, where, I don't know, something in that hole is like, I don't know, it looks like it's eating him or something, but I guess we can just assume that there's... Amazon in there constantly stabbing away or something, which is pretty gruesome yeah, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, and so there's only one guy left, which is ends up being Pithis, and um, he uh, runs away, and then we basically get our opening credit sequence. Once again, aerial footage of beautiful New Zealand um, when they, uh, you know, they play the theme, which is, uh, again, by the Renaissance uh, Pictures regular composer Joe Loduca of... Um, of uh, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2 and uh, Mantis. Make sure you check out Mantis. Um, (laughs) And so uh, we jump into the film and it's daytime. We see a nice village with families and kids. Kids are kicking around a ball. Uh, One kid with a huge mullet runs and tells Aeolus that someone is coming. Uh, We see a pair of mighty boots walk through the village. Then Aeolus mm-hmm. tries to attack these uh, the person in these boots, but of course it's Hercules and he gets the drop. They then play a game of grab ass that results with Herc body pressing him, ultimate warrior style, over his head. Yeah. Um, any comments on the cold open and anything that we've uh, seen so far? Uh, no, I mean, it definitely looks good, right? It mm-hmm. looks uh, like they put some money into this. looks well shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theme song, I think it's excellent. I think oh, it fits absolutely. Uh, perfectly. Uh, I had a feeling you would dig it as well. And, yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty nice uh, little cold open. Sure, and uh, I really – you got to love a good reveal for your main character, you know, just seeing yeah. the boots first. And then when you actually see Hercules it's with the sun shining behind him, a la Christ himself. <laughs> Uh, and uh and yeah it's uh good um uh so yes um moving forward um eolus wants herc to have a drink with him before his wedding but herc says he has to get along to see his mom so uh, eolus tags along herc says as they walk um they basically get you get caught up on where they've been Herc says he can't believe that Aeolus is getting married. They walk and chat, as good friends do. Aeolus tells Herc that his wife, Anya, is pretty, but bad at everything else. Like, uh, And Aeolus says someday Herc will meet a woman unlike any other. But Herc yeah. says never. But we all know that woman is one Xena warrior princess. <laughs> uh, Can we uh, talk about how, like, right off the bat, because I believe at this point, so there's a lot of, like, when you first start watching it, just <laughs> over the top blatant misogyny. Sure, sure, but there's a and, reason for it, though. Right, it's right. All, there is a reason. It's all um, plays into the plot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. But uh, I think at this point, the first instance of it is like there's some kids playing, 
uh, some game and like some girl wants to join the boys, little boys playing and the little boy says something to her like, you can't play this. It's a boys game, blah, blah, blah. And then like the girl's mom says, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Get in the kitchen with me. <laughs> you know, but it's great. Which is like yeah, weird. Right. It's weird, but it all plays into the plot and the theme. Yeah, here. It, it does. So uh, it um, it pays off in the end if you stick with yeah. it. Uh, so yeah. what are those? And, and I didn't remember how this went at all. Like as yeah, I watched either. the show, like, yeah, I remember it. So it was so over the top, all the mm-hmm. stuff they say about women, that I was like, this this either has to be going somewhere, because if it doesn't, wow, is this like misogynist, right, but right. it is going somewhere. See, uh, well, I'll get to my uh, thoughts behind that later, but uh, yeah, so they find, uh, as they're uh, chatting and walking through the forest, they run afoul uh, the aforementioned little girl, Rose McIver, crying in the forest. She says a monster ate her father. Then <laughs> she turns into that monster and strangles Herc. Um, or no, actually, she strangles Herc first, then turns into a CGI Hydra. Uh, Herc yeah. then chops its head off. And, uh, you know, if you don't know anything about, I guess, Greek or Roman mythology, like if you're like, I don't know, eight years old watching it, you're like, oh, yay, Herc, you chopped off the snake's head. And he walks away and it's like, oh, my goodness, two heads grew where the one head was. <laughs> and he keeps chopping and more heads keep growing. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so then basically he fights it and it's awesome because they intercut like close ups of a horrible Hydra puppet with the wide shot of the Hydra CGI. And, Which is um, worse, the CG or the Hydra? I mean, I think it's all a, a wonderful, like, cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a charm to it. The, oh, absolutely. The CG in the show isn't good, you know, but, but no. what show in 1994, right. 1995 had great CG? A- exactly. Uh, at, at least... Um, well, there was some decent space CG effects on TV every once in a while back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stuff when you're doing a creature in CG back right. then, it wasn't good. Even in film, it usually wasn't good. Right. You're absolutely right. Um, but, I mean, I was happy when they added in the close-ups of yeah, the puppets. Yeah, me, too, me too. So it all results in Herc uh, burning the Hydra, which is what you do. Kids, if you ever run across a Hydra, you burn it. You don't keep chopping its heads off. So uh, Herc sees a peacock feather, and somehow that's supposed to be like the, um, I guess, calling card of one Hera. And he's like, Hera is behind this. And uh, Hera is, uh, by the way, the wife of, she's a god, and mm-hmm. uh, the wife of Queen Zeus. Queen of the gods, yep. And uh, Queen of, white, yep. Who's uh, super jealous because, you know, Zeus, he's a player, baby. He just. Yeah, uh, well, Anthony Quinn is hot. <laughs> Especially at he's, age 75. <laughs> he's, he's a hot 75-year-old. Well, well, he's definitely charismatic. I'll give him that. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's like the whole thing is um, Hera wants to teach like Hercules a lesson and then in turn angering um, Zeus, I guess. Uh, and, uh, and then there's a line uh, that is by, I think it's Zeus or maybe Hercules. I can't remember. It says, uh, Hera is a perfect example of when a woman gets too much power. Yeah, yeah he tells that to uh, Eolus. Right, right, yeah, that, that's what uh, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, more, I mean, and I was right with you. I was like, ooh, wow, ooh, a lot of misogyny going he- on here. I was like, why is the hero a misogynist? I'm like, I don't remember there being so much. Like, I remember there was a lot of sexy dames in the Sorboverse, but... Uh, 
I don't I remember, remember them, them generally being like pretty, pretty strong, strong, even when they were pre- even though they were often presented like scantily clad right. and sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah, they were pretty usually pretty strong and. In all fairness, the way I remember the show, at least, is the men were usually showing, like, quite a bit of skin, too, not just Hercules and Aeolus. So right. I, I thought, like, on the show, again, from my memory, they spread it around well. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about VD? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. no, like, like, no I get like, what you're saying. Were, there, were, there was eye candy. Yeah, there was I mean, something look, for look, everyone. There was something for the, everyone. The, you know, Ke- Kevin Sorbo, good-looking guy. He's young mm-hmm. and shaped. Sure. And I'm sure that a lot of, uh, you know, people that are a lot of women were like watching this because of him and how he looks, you know, right. so ah, absolutely. Some, it has its female audience and, uh, you know, they made sure to uh, have something there regardless of what gender you find attractive. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well said. All right. Yeah. So uh, now it's a daytime. We're at Herc's mom's house. They arrive. Uh, and this was kind of weird. Herc sneaks up and lifts his mom up like the lead cheerleader. Uh, you yeah. ever sneak up on your mom and grab her from behind like that, you hell? Uh, only when I'm trying to induce a heart attack to get my inheritance. <laughs> uh, no, I've never done that. Uh, oh, and I think when we were talking about Zeus uh, uh-huh. being Hercules' dad and stuff, I don't think we mentioned that Zeus uh, had an affair with Hercules' mom, which is why... Hera is angry and mm-hmm. jealous, but and Zeus was like always like screwing around other ladies and right, right, and yeah. Stuff, so and uh, and he keeps popping up, kind of like uh, the Watcher in Marvel Comics. If you're familiar with the Watcher, yeah. Uh, so uh, Herc's mom says that Zeus gave her the son of a god, and that's all she really wanted. Then yeah, she doesn't care that he wasn't around because right, she got a half god son. Right, she got a beautiful son that looks like Kevin Sorbo. Uh, Then Zeus appears, and he says he stays out of Hera's way. Uh, Zeus says, um, Herc is a wonderful son. Um, Then Mom comes back into the room, and her and Zeus kind of make, like, flirty eyes at one another. Uh, And uh, then it's nighttime. Uh, Pythis uh, bumbles around into the village. Uh, Aeolus and Anya make dinner. Um, Herc tries Anya's cooking and um, he lies and says that it's good. Um, I don't understand, like, why do you think they, you know, at the beginning they, was this just to create a joke when they were like, oh, Anya's bad at everything, at least she's pretty? Like, is no, it... No, 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 it, it was part of the whole misogyny thing because uh, that, I'm glad you brought that, because like Aeolus and uh, I was called Kevin Sorbo. When Aeolus and Hercules are talking right. about, you know, how Aeolus is getting married, Hercules is asking about her. Well, can she cook? Right, no, she right. And well, that carries on throughout the and show. He's like, can sure. She, can she at least sew? Mm-hmm. No, she can't. Is she at least good at tending to animals? No. So it's all this stuff that like women are quote unquote. Can she at least perform open heart surgery? <laughs> yeah, and, and at some point, like he says, well, at least she'll give you good looking kids, right, you know, or something right. like Which that. Which is basically his way of saying, at least she can bang good <laughs> yeah and, and later on like uh when her another conversation hercules and eolus have like her eolus is like oh um it, like oh what do you think about eolus jr for like a uh, name of the son and hercules mm-hmm. is like well what if you have a girl he's and he's like oh no we agreed only sons yeah so they were <laughs> they're really hammering home their their main idea and their theme like in everything and that's what you should do yeah. in a script absolutely and, and what's and what's interesting is that like there's a time, also a time later when, like, I think it's Eolus or somebody, some guy is, like, in the kitchen or something, and mm-hmm. he gets kicked out of the kitchen because the women are like, oh, what's a man doing in the kitchen? Get out of here. So even the women, like, 
have misogynistic views right. uh, until we meet the Amazonian women. So it's pretty interesting, too, because, I mean, you know, this show is not historically accurate by any means, nor does oh. it try to be. However, you can see how that would be the attitudes of both genders at that time. Right. Well, I mean, my theory here is that I'm sure like Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert, they were probably all fans of like the classic Hercules, like serials and uh, and the movies and stuff. And I'm sure back then the misogyny was like on purpose, basically. Ah, so they were probably not, not, not ironic or not used to make a point. Exactly. So I'm sure in their thinking, they were like, look. This is the 90s. We have to show people that, you know, Hercules is an evolved male and that, you know, and that this show is for everybody, not just dudes and stuff. So mm -hmm. this is basically the origin of Wokeules. <laughs> even though no one had <laughs> that's that, pretty funny, even though that term didn't exist back then. Yeah. I mean, it's not Wokeules. It's just like, uh, you know, it's basically making Hercules uh, more in tune with what was going it, on in the 90s. I more mean, modern. It's. it's it's smart business like yeah, uh you know absolutely. too like why wouldn't you want a, a, a bigger audience why would mm -hmm. you want to make a show that only guy straight dudes would watch right when you can make it a show everybody can have an interest in watching like sure. it just makes sense yeah right and uh you'll see that as we continue on which is what we are going to do right now uh so they Beautiful. find Pythis uh, looking like creeping into their window uh herc goes out um and approaches him that he tells them they've been attacked by beasts, and of course, Herc says he'll help. Uh, Herc tells Aeolus his uh, adventure date, but he tells Aeolus that his adventure days, Aeolus's, are over, that he should stay home with his bride to be, but of course, Aeolus insists that he come along and, you know, so they have one last, you know, ride out into the sunset before, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Aeolus gets the old ball and chain attached to his ankle. Um, so Aeolus lies to Anya so he can leave and says that it was all Herc who wanted them yeah. to, uh, to bring, uh, to come along. And I Aeolus wrote here, starting off his marriage with a bank, a oh, yeah. lie, that, <laughs> a lie that puts him in mortal danger. Right, right. I, I wrote here. Yeah. Marriage off to a great start. Aeolus. Yeah. So cut to Herc, Aeolus and Pythis traverse the forest. More beautiful footage of New Zealand is seen. Um, like, uh, they arrive at Pythus' village, um, which, uh, all right, I was looking around, um, like, I was doing my research as well for this, and apparently this, did you, did you ever watch Monster Vision on TNT back in the day with yeah, Joe Bob sure, Bridge, sure. Briggs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, apparently they did a Monster Vision for this. You can actually go onto YouTube and oh. watch his segments, um, and I saw in the comments that some guy was uh, complaining that it was like too easy for Herc, Eolus, and Pythis to just walk into the village because, you know, you think the Amazons would be guarding it or something, but uh, but whatever. For the sake of the plot... Why do, they, why, do they, why do the Amazons need to guard? I mean, they can go well, in. They're badass. Like, I think like, the they, idea they don't have anything is, to worry about. I mean, if they found an easy way in, why not take that easy way out? Which, at the beginning of the movie, uh, you know, they were... I guess walking through some area that where the Amazons were, I suppose. But uh, I mean, eh, it's kind of a plot hole. Not really. Yeah. It's nitpicking. But, you, but 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 you have to. I I man, I kind of get what they're saying. But by the same token, like you need to like also let in all TV, like in all movies, let some things go because oh. everything can't function exactly like in the real world. Otherwise, 
you know, to move the plot along, you're going to have all these little scenes to fill in all these little details that is just boring and it, sure, like, sure. it's going to pad your runtime. And overall, I feel like this is a uh, pretty strong script, though there are a few like little plot holes that we'll, uh, we'll sure. get to. Um, By the way, Steve, uh, what do you think? Because at this point, we've already seen uh, quite a bit of Eolus and um, Hercules' uh, interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about them as characters together and their chemistry? Oh, I think they're great. I mean, it seems like these guys have been friends for years. Like, yeah. I would assume that Kevin Sorbo and Michael Hurst like hung out after shows. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But I mean, as far as being uh, on camera, like, uh, they're great. I mean, yeah. in fact, I could say that uh, the great thing about this movie overall, and I should probably save this for the end, is that everybody does a great job. Like all the actors yeah. do. They commit really well. Every, everyone's cast really well mm-hmm. and yeah uh michael hurst and uh kevin sorbo they have really good chemistry i don't know if they were legit friends or not but mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah they're great they're very likable and their scenes together when they're like giving each other shit like they're, they're really fun scenes sure it reminds me of when you and i used to hang out oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh herc and eolus or where was i uh okay so they arrive at pitt's village. village herc realizes there's no women in the village Herc uh, also realizes uh, or starts to think that the men in the village are lying to him. Uh, then Herc and Eolus yeah, venture. Yeah, because they're asking like about this baby and like where, the, where did the baby come from if there's no women? And they're like, oh, they're just being left by the river. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're just somebody just abandons them and they float down the river. Right. Um, and, you know, her, they're like, what do you mean? Like, where is this baby from? From the river. I told you, like, they're not giving them all the details. Basically. Right, right. So uh, Herc and Eolus venture deep into the forest. They find two bodies uh, strung up. Uh, I guess were those the guys from the beginning? I can't remember. I uh, I think so, but it doesn't really matter either way. Uh, so the quote unquote creatures then jump down from the trees. They they constantly swing their weapons at the heroes, uh, and then they fight for a bit. Uh, they uh, they then reverse jump back into the trees. Uh, Eolus trips and drops his sword. The creatures uh, grab it like from underneath the um, like the ground. Um, Herc realizes they are underneath them. He then like reaches into the ground and pulls up one of them, and uh, then they uh, the creatures again start <laughs> swinging their weapons. Uh, Aeolus runs after one of them who wounded him because he was like he was angry. Uh, he then pulls the mask off. <laughs> And then turns away from his enemy back to Herc and goes, Herc, it's a woman. And it's then, a woman, Herc. Can you yeah, believe it? I know. Yeah. Let me let me just turn away to give her just enough time to stab him. And uh, kill him. Yes. Kill, kill Eolus. Yes. Yeah. And then Herc and Eolus have like your sort of classic, you know, movie moment where, you know, the side, the best friend dies and then Herc has to, re- you know, avenge his death. Um, the women then advance on um, on Herc, uh, but Xena says no. The queen wants to kill him, and this is when I start, you know, the kind of like voice of logic starts to come up in my in my head. It's like, and this is kind of a problem for Hercules. It's like they're not they're never really clear on like how strong or how weak he is, because like, you know. Eolus mm-hmm. dies, you'd think he would just rip all of the Amazons to shreds at this point. Right. But instead, 
I mean, he allows himself to be captured. You could say, you can make the argument that, you know, maybe he wants to get to the bottom of it. But right. even if you get to the bottom of it, your friend is dead. So yeah. how can you, so, how can I, we? Yeah, because uh, I, I, was, I was reading too about this. And uh, and what I remember and, you know, what I read uh, backed it up is that in the TV series, he's strong. They made him stronger um, than mm-hmm. they did in these original movies, at least the first movie. So, because he's kind of just like he's he is considered the strongest man in the world, mm-hmm. but you know, just because you're the strongest man in the world, does that mean you can take on like thirty like Amazon warriors at once? I guess not. You know? I mean, and they do but, but show were, him like bleeding also, right? Um, at one and, point, and there were two of them. There were two of them, like uh, you know Hercules and Aeolus, and they were struggling to take. You know, when there were two of them, so right, right. I could, I could kind of see it. It could also be a thing where like maybe Hercules wants to get to the queen mm-hmm. to try and like kill her. You know, there's lots of ways you could look at it. You could also mm-hmm. even like. To the plot point that that YouTube commenter made, like maybe the queen like was told by Hera, who we find out is running the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, let these guys, you know, through because you know I want you to take ambush them to take care of them, you know, right uh, later right. or something like that. So yeah, eh. I mean, yeah, you just have to you have, roll you with it. You do have a point. You um, do have a point. Right, right, and like it's kind of addressed later. Like we're gonna uh, get to a point uh, where Herc gets captured and then Zeus shows up and he's like. Hey, Mr. Strongest Guy in the World, like you could just, you know, bust your way out of this cage. And he's like, no, I want to stay here. But, well, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're getting seven minutes ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we see we are now in the Amazon village. They parade Hercules shirtless through the Amazon village. Yeah, I think this is the only time he's shirtless in, he's in the series. I don't think he's ever fully shirtless. I th- <laughs> I mean, I would have marked it in my memory for sure. No, but. same here. Put that one in the Sorbo Spank Bank. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, uh, yeah, you see young girls training. Uh, Xena. I shouldn't call her Xena. I can't remember her regular name, but I just keep calling her Xena. Tell I, I think it was just like Anna or something like that. Um, um, Lys- Lysia, excuse me. Lysia, Ly- Lysia? That's it. Yeah, Lysia. Yeah, Lysia tells like him he's the only man in the city of Amazons. They take him inside to meet the queen, a.k.a. Roma Downey, a.k.a. Hippolyta, tell, and they tell him to wash the queen's feet. And, of course, he's not going to do that because he's Hercules. He's all man, baby. Yeah. He, uh, so the queen thinks Herc is there to destroy them. Herc says... Uh, oh, I will say the queen has a pretty good line here because she says when he, you know, he doesn't wash her feet, which he couldn't anyways because he's all, like, all tied up with right, this wooden right, block. But, right, right. Um, but, you know, he makes like a... He like scoffs at it and she's like, you would rather die than make yourself, you know, th- 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 then um, reduce yourself to what you think a, w- it's a woman's job is supposed to be. Yeah. They, and she kind of... Like she knows he's going to refuse and that's how what she uses to kind of start her... Her like little rant about how men view women, and it, I thought it was actually pretty good writing. Oh no, it is. They have a great sort of uh, witty repartee here. Um, you know, mostly from uh, Hera's um, perspective, um, and yeah, and it basically just really sort of reinforces uh, the theme of the whole movie here. Um, Herc says that men protect women because they are weaker. And, yeah, because she uh, she she because she says you guys control us or something like that or right? uh, dominate you, you you men want to dominate us and right. he's like no we don't dominate you we protect you which right. sounds like super condescending <laughs> right right see but I mean even in this 
version of Hercules before we get to the one at the end of the movie. You know, he thinks that that's the right way of thinking. But uh, right, right. He's yeah. it, where he's coming from. Like he means well, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. Uh, so then uh, she uses this weird uh, candle that she got from Bed Bath & Beyond uh, <laughs> to turn Herc into a little baby. And then there's a like yeah, they a, do a morph effect, um, yeah. which was very expensive. They morph him a pretty good morph effect from adult to baby. Mm-hmm. And they um, I don't know if you've ever I, I don't know if you've ever used 90s morphing software, but uh, I have. <laughs> don't ask. And uh, basically, like to do that morph, you would have had to like morph, like do a bunch of intermediary morphs uh-huh. between like the different. You couldn't just like morph him from adult footage of him as an adult and footage of a baby. You had to do a bunch of like intermediary ones. So what I'm trying to say, this was a very expensive shot uh, at the time that this was made. And the lighting throughout the morph is really good. Like everything matches up perfectly, which can be difficult to sync up in a morph. So uh, it's a really impressive shot for the time. I mean, does it look like shit in a way? Because it's like, we could obviously do a much better morph now, but right. I thought for it looked, the time, I thought it looked great for the time. For the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for the time, that's mm-hmm. about as good a morph as you're gonna get. So, <laughs> morph, no. Sorry, oh, yeah. flashback to X Men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Herc turns into a baby. Then there's a bunch of flashbacks. Uh, first to Herc as a baby, and Daddy Zeus telling baby Herc to you know take a lot of women when he grows up mm-hmm. uh, then uh, we're back with the queen and she says this is what all fathers teach to their sons and it never changes uh, then there's a flashback of Herc and Aeolus as young boys young supple young boys might I add uh, fighting uh, they're fighting at, at, at uh, they're training at fight school basically yeah and the coach says that men are stone and emotions are for weak girls yeah and, yeah uh, he says don't be like women full of emotion and instinct which I thought was weird like every animal on earth is full of instincts right but. right right <laughs> and yeah and this is uh, again like kind of a a sort of little logic thing that sort of crept into my mind. Again, you should go with it and not question anything because this is just fun pulp stuff we're dealing with. But yeah. I was like, why is uh, why is Hippolyta talking to a baby? Like, he, she probably should have just kept him. I mean, I guess he has to relive and as I, a I think baby. the idea. I think the idea is like she's talking to his mind. You know, yeah, like, like in, sure. in, in Hercules' mind, that. like he can still like because after the morph thing and he goes back to being an adult they talk as if he remembers everything that she was saying. So I think like, that's the idea. Sure. sure. Maybe just not explained or shown well to the audience. Right. Right. So Herc tells the queen that Eolus was his best friend. Oh yeah. He basically, he grows back into a man again. He tells the queen that Eolus was his best friend. Herc asks the queen, like, what if he could change? He says that the queen has become exactly like the men uh, she hates. And the queen then uh, locks Herc in a cage. Some women then come, or some Amazonian women come and poke Herc with a stick. They tell him that they have heard that men and women live together in other places in peace. Uh, Then um, Lucia, a.k.a. Xena, comes and frightens them off. (laughs) He scampers them off. She sprays them with water, whatever. Yeah, Uh, she's like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be talking to him. Get out of here. Zeus then shows up and offers some help. And instead of asking for Aeolus to be brought back to life, he asks Zeus to tell him how to understand women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Zeus is like, oh, God, who could understand women anyway? Right. Like, Zeus has a bunch of misogynistic stuff. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. I mean, who would be more misogynistic other than Zeus? He probably created Yeah. Uh, yeah. Herc <laughs> says 
He's staying. Uh, this is where uh, Zeus like sort of uh, challenges him. He's like, if you're the strongest guy in the world, why don't you break out of here? Herc says he's staying basically because he's attracted to Queen Hippolyta because of her power. Zeus says that if Herc messes around with the Amazons, it will upset Hera. And by mess around, he means banging. Yeah, uh, and, and, and Herc's whole thing with Hippolytus uh, is that um, he's like, no, there's something different about her. You know, she's strong, right. mm-hmm. she's powerful. Like, you can see, like, this is kind of Hercules saying, like, oh, I didn't know a woman can be like this. Right, um, exactly. Even though he's currently at a village where 100% of the women are like this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just Hippolytus, but, but whatever. You know, that's obviously who he's um, interacted with uh, the most. And I thought there was, it, there was a really good line when Hippolytus is like talking to uh, Hercules where she says like even now even though you're so mad about uh, Eolus's death blah 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 you're still finding me attract you're still right. attracted to me and, even though yeah and in that way you could uh, then make the argument that oh that's why he's not ripping them all to shreds because he's got to get some sweet Hippolyta uh, but then yeah. but then you know when Eolus actually died you know he had no idea that there was that Hippolyta was anywhere, you know, involved, but but whatever, whatever, it's okay. Um, I mean, Hippolyta didn't kill right, Eolus. right, right, exactly. Not directly, but at least, right. I mean, it what I'm smothered. saying is is that like rather than destroy the Amazons who killed Eolus, he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna play it cool and see who's behind this. Maybe it'll be someone I can <laughs> have sex with. Uh, (laughs) well and and to be fair like hercules whole thing why he's there is to try and figure out how to stop uh the village from being like the men in the village from being like killed and destroyed so you know just going around killing the amazonians like he doesn't know that that's gonna resolve anything he doesn't know if there's more somewhere else or whatever so you know and you can't have like your hero just like be like um such like a, a, a blunt instrument you know no, um, no, no. I mean, he's not the Punisher, that's for sure. Right. Um, so uh, Herc escapes. Oh, wait. So Hippolyta tells um, Lucia to ready the warriors for attack. So we all think they're going to attack the village. Herc hears that and escapes, returns to Pythus's village and warns them about the oncoming Amazon attack. Uh, the men are reluctant to fight back, and Pythus says... There's something more he has to tell them about their attack. Uh, Cut to the Amazons prepare for battle by dancing around a fire, lotioning up, (laughs) putting on their armor. I was just like, why is someone lotioning up before? Like, are they putting sunscreen on? Like, what's going on? We do kind of, I, 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 I guess, like. I don't know. It's supposed to be. Oh, maybe, that was like, there. That was there for the dudes, man. It's okay. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe in a way it's supposed to be like, because we obviously find out in the next scene that they're there to go into the village to have sex with the men. Um, so they want KY to get jelly is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to be like the women like trying to make themselves more sexually appealing to the men. Kind of oh, I thing. don't think the men had a choice in the matter. Well, they uh, don't have a choice, but uh, right. I'm just saying like it's supposed to show you that the women aren't preparing for battle the way you think they are. Right. It's not the kind of battle that that it's not a physical. Well, it is a physical battle, <laughs> but not. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore, Steve. Uh, it's it's okay. I mean, it's. I just wish I just we think would it's have funny seen Kevin that... Sorbo preparing for battle. If you know what I mean. Well, I mean they uh, motioning yeah. up. Right, of course. Right, I'm right there with you, buddy. So uh, Herc tells 
um, a, a bunch of men to do. Ex- oh, yeah. So, all right. So they cut back to Herc in the village, and he's like, all right, guys. Now, don't forget to do exactly what I told you. Um, yeah. And so Hera says they only have until, wait, not Hera. Hippolyta says they only have until the end of the, the sound of the horn to, again, at this point, we think that they're going in there to slaughter the men. Um, and then the Amazon warriors burst into the village, uh, or they burst into one of their huts, and uh, and they, they want sex. That's what they want. Yeah. Uh, but the men turn it around on them, and they say, but hey, why don't you tell me about you as a person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the first Amazonian uh, burst into the first guy's hut because, like, they each each Amazonian goes into like an individual hut. There's an individual guy, and he's like, yeah, yeah. But first, he like pulls out like a like a tray or a plate with like uh, drinks, and he's like, hey, first, why don't you tell me about you? And she's like, what? We don't have time for this. No, uh, let's get like, to the sex. No, no, please yeah. tell me your favorite whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, he's like, he's like, yeah, we do have time for it, which implies to me this is a two pump chump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, do you think these Amazons are out of these village men's league? <laughs> yes, the Amazonian women—they're all like very attractive mm-hmm. women, and the villagers, for the most part, like the Amazonian women, all look like maybe the oldest one—the one where like she has like a fifth, like a ten-year-old kid with one of the men mm-hmm. there. Like, she might be in her forties, but like mm-hmm. all of them look like they're in their twenties or early thirties. Yeah, uh, yeah, at the most, and they're all very attractive women, um, right? So yes, I'm, I mean, I'm sure like every day those dudes were like, "Hey, you think they're gonna attack us today?" <laughs> right, they, right, right. I mean, because they want it. But uh, anyway, through the power of uh, Herc and his persuasive silver tongue, he uh, teaches these uh, these lowly villagers about, uh, I guess, uh, conversation and dating. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. And, one guy like writes a song for one of because because each villager we should point out each man in this village always sees the same Amazonian woman right, every time right. they come to attack. So which uh, which I thought that that was interesting. Yeah, I mean uh, that's very old fashioned. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you want to so, mix um, it up? Come on. Right. Uh, but uh, spread it around, yeah. as you hell said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like one of them like writes like a song, a love song. Uh, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, the love song isn't complete. I can't give it a title without knowing your name." Right. And, uh, and another one, like she comes into the tent. This is like the the oldest of the Amazon women, and the guy's like, "Okay, but first, I want you to meet your son." That's Pithis. And yeah, Pithis brings Pithis, his yeah. son uh, Franco, um, and was like, uh, "Yeah, basically, he's like, hey, you want to be a mom?" Uh, and uh, yeah. And then this is my favorite part, and I certainly, I mean, I'm sure at the time when I was watch it, watching it, you know, Lucy Lawless was not a name, and, you know, my, I don't know, maybe 12-year-old or 11-year-old brain probably didn't even realize what was going on, but basically, Lucia comes upon Zeus, and they totally bone. <laughs> That's yeah, right. And, and how do, isn't it weird? I, I, I got the impression that everybody knows what Zeus looks like, but I guess not, because she acts like he's just a regular... Dude. I mean, I, I get the impression that only Herc and Herc's mom could actually see him, uh, mm. let alone know what he Maybe looks like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, then Herc um, comes around and confronts Hippolyta, says uh, that they see they do need men. Haha. Says Hera that's, you know, they're not really free. Hera is controlling her and the Amazon. Uh, 
Herc challenges Hippolyta to kill him, but she doesn't. And Herc sweet talks her, and they totally bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's the next day. All the couples are sort of like lying in bed, talking to one another, and they're all happy. Uh, and then they show Zeus and Xena, or Xena lays upon Zeus's bosom. <laughs> uh, Hippolyta then says, uh, this has gone on long enough. And she sounds the horn. The men stand, uh, and then they leave. Then uh, the next scene is all the men from the village standing around talking about all the great uh, sex that they had. And yeah. Herc gives them all a stern talking about toxic masculinity, which again... That phrase did not exist in the 90s, but, I mean, basically, yeah. that's what's going on here. Cause, yeah, uh, he's, he, well, he's just telling them, like, hey, you guys know what to do. Just treat them with respect, and right. you'll be treated with respect, basically. Is, exactly, is what it comes yeah, down yeah. To. Which, to be fair, I mean, hey, that's a good lesson uh, in life in general. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, I agree 100%. And, uh, and, 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 and to be fair, like Hercules, you see now Hercules is starting to see women differently, too. Right, you yeah. Know, and uh, this is Hercules' character arc, you know, changing him from the old, like, you know, pulp character of the 19, I don't know, 40s or 50s yeah. to an enlightened man of the 90s. Um, yeah. Okay, so now all the Amazons are talking about the great sex they had. <laughs> Zena <laughs> Lucia was especially well boned. I don't know why I wrote that, but whatever. Too late, I read it. <laughs> Hippolyta talks to Hera, says they've gone too far. Hera tries to convince uh, Hippolyta that Herc is a liar, but she doesn't believe her. But Hera just goes ahead and takes over Hippolyta's body anyway. Then yeah, because she... Hippolyta refuses, because Hera says, You need to go kill all of them right now. She refuses. Right. And then um, Hippolyta um, then ra- slash Hera rallies all the women, this time to kill, no sex, just the killing. And yeah. the, the name of the village are the Gargamentians, which sounds like yeah. Gargamel to me. But uh, Yeah, weird name, kind of a, a marble mouth. Uh, yeah, it's kind a of mouthful a, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Amazons approach. And, and, and nobody knows that Hera has taken over Hippolyta's body at this point. Right. By the way, the Amazonians don't know. Uh, obviously, the men don't know, etc. So they right, all think right. this is just, uh, you know, your regular old queen, but it's really Hera. Right, right, and nothing, not even the, the great sex they had will uh, have yeah. them disobey their queen. Yeah, they are disappointed by the order, and they're clearly mm-hmm. hesitant. But right, they're going right, to follow right. their queen. Always do what your politicians tell you to do, no matter what. <laughs> Never question anything. Just, just putting that out there. Yeah. Uh, if if Joe Biden tells you to go, all right, whatever. All right, so they kill the men you're having sex with. You, you, you do what do JB it. tells yeah. you. He's like, kill all the men. All right, whatever. <laughs> all right, so they, the Amazons approach on horseback. All the men are awaiting with flowers in in hand. Then they realize that the Amazons are coming to massacre them, so they run away. Uh, Hippolyta tells Lucia slash Zena to kill Pythis. Uh, and then she pulls back to strike, but uh, but then Pythis's wife says no. Hippolyta then tries to strike, but then Herc shows up, and it was weird because we really had no idea where Herc was this whole time. It was like, uh, what were you doing, buddy? But anyway, he shows up, and he sees he looks into Hippolyta's eyes and sees that Hera has taken over. Herc- well, she she says uh, something about how like Zeus couldn't be faithful for one more day. Like she brings it up, like mm-hmm. and then that's when he's like, "Oh, this is Hera." 
and right. and they show her eyes again. I think the the peacock yes. Yes, thing exactly. in her eyes, so he knows that that's Hera. So Herc then fights uh, Hippolyta slash Hera. She is poised to strike, but then just runs away on horseback. Herc Her- Hercules <clears throat> runs away on horseback, and uh, the villagers are like, "Well, what? See, what's he doing that?" And he and Pythus is like, "He's trying to save us," because then Hera goes chasing after exactly. Uh, yes, Hercules. thank you for adding that. Uh, so. As he is running away, Herc once again finds Zeus in the forest. Herc tells Zeus that women are free to make up their minds about anything they want. Herc asks for help, uh, but of course Zeus says no. Uh, and then Herc and uh, Hera slash Hippolyta fight again. Um, and then Herc, this whole time, you know, they're doing he's doing the classic thing. It's like fight it hippolyta like you know you're better than yeah. this but of course and, and he's and, and hercules is only being defensive he's not like right. striking her he's only and he's like i won't fight you yeah yeah blah, blah, blah. i won't let you let me hurt her basically I yeah think he says that at one point and there's a great line here i guess by hera or hippolyta everyone to look at it she goes like hercules is bleeding because he's you know allowed himself um to be beat up by hera and she goes Oh, good. The bleeding has begun. I don't yeah. know. For some reason, I just really <laughs> yeah, like that Yeah, I thought line. it was good, too. Uh, so then um, Pythis then saves Herc, and Hera cuts his throat. And I remember yeah. even when I watched this as a kid, I was like, whoa. Uh, and then it only yeah. gets gets worse from there, really. Uh, Herc says he won't. Yeah, again, this is where he says Herc says he won't let Hera hurt Hippolyta. And uh, Herc then... Yeah, he, Hercules kind of goes on the offensive and, like, kind of gets her weapon out of her hand and has her backed up against the tree. And Herod's like, go on, kill me. I know you want to. Uh, you know, this is what you've been waiting for. And he's like, I won't let you... Uh, I won't let you meet... Whatever, you know. He's yeah, not gonna, yeah. He's not going to hurt Hippolyta. She's got that sweet, sweet... Uh, porcelain skin. that yeah. he wants to be back inside. I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. I apologize. Too late, I, too late. I apologize. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so Herc then walks out uh, onto a platform over a waterfall. I, I thought this was the biggest plot uh, uh, hole. Because, like, why did he just walk? He basically walks himself into a corner. Right. Because it's like this platform that leads out over a waterfall, like you said. Yeah, well, they needed that. He so... has, like, an entire forest yeah. that he can run in. <laughs> right. And then Hera says, uh, oh, it looks like you have no choice but to fight me now. And but again, like you were, I think you were about to say, like they kind of needed to get to some scenario like that. So you, it's another thing you got to kind of let go. Right. I mean, it could have been executed better. They could have just been, you know, sword fighting. Like once again, like Herc on the defensive, and he sort of just gets backed up to the waterfall exactly. area. I Instead don't know. Instead of choosing to go right into the court. right, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. But so, whatever. Herc offers himself for a sacrifice. He's like, you know, kill me, believe Hippolyta alone. But uh, Hippolyta slash Hera jumps off the waterfall, killing Hippolyta. Yeah, like, so, he, like, like, like Hera realizes, oh, this will hurt Hercules. This is most. better than killing Hercules because right. this is going to hurt him. He'll have to live with this pain. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fucked up. Oh, it is. No, this is it's so great. dark for a TV yeah. movie in the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and what I like. I, I suspect a lot of the audience watching probably didn't get it, but I like that they didn't like have Hera make a big speech about like, oh, this is going to hurt. She doesn't spell out exactly why she's right, just going to kill. Which, you know, in a uh, show slash movie like, like this, you think that's the way that we, they would go, but the writing is pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So Herc returns to the village with Hippolyta's body. And this is Franco. Uh, Pithis's little boy goes, what happened to dad? And mom says, sometimes we lose the, th the people we care about and there's nothing you can do to bring them back. Damn, that's harsh. <laughs> that is some harsh truths there in what's supposed to be a fun action movie. So right. uh, uh, Herc goes back to Hippolyta's temple thingamabob and grabs the candle that she used to turn him into a little baby. He asks Zeus to help him go back in time to fix everything. Uh, Zeus at first is reluctant. He says he can't reverse time, but Herc pleads. Well, no, he says he can do it. Right, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't want have to. That power. But he doesn't want to because he like says like you don't understand like it's very complicated like right. he says that there's stuff with uh, you don't understand how complicated it is with the stars and the planets, and uh, and then he which is probably the real reason why he doesn't want to do it. Then the other gods will be mad and I'll have to deal with them. Right, right. But Herc pleads with Zeus. He eventually relents and he undoes everything. Um, well, he and, sends him back in time. Right, right. I mean. Basically, this is what they call in literary terms a deus ex machina, which is a perfect machine. Another good example is in the original Christopher Reeve uh, uh, Superman, oh, yeah. when he flies back, reverses uh, the uh, gravitational pull of the Earth or whatever to save Lois at the end. Yeah, he um, makes the Earth spin backwards. in the other, in the counter direction yeah, yeah, that it yeah. normally does, and, and that somehow reverses time. Right, and... Usually, I would say that these are a big disappointment, and mm -hmm. uh, and then because when I was watching this, I was like, if I remember correctly, Zeus comes along and undoes everything. But I think it works here, and I'll tell yeah. you why as we continue moving forward. So he rewinds time all the way back to the dinner table scene, and now uh, Hercules uh, sees uh, Pythis peeking into the window, and he goes, "Oh." Don't worry about it. It's just Pythis. Well, he, uh, sorry to cut you off, Steve, but there's one really like, again, like th there's the writing here is really good, and one really nice callback is like Zeus. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Hercules. You know, realizes, oh, I I'm back in time. He gets really excited about seeing Aeolus. The first thing he does is like, mm -hmm. say, oh my god, Aeolus, it's so good to see you. Mm -hmm. And Aeolus is like, all right, dude. But then um, he eats the soup. Uh, Aeolus has a funny line. He's like, if you don't want to eat uh, Anya's like soup or whatever, right, you, don't you don't have, have to. to. He's like, no, no, I'm yeah. gonna eat it. And this time, Hercules, when he eats it, he's genuinely like, he says like it's like the greatest thing he's ever tasted. Right. He's just so happy to like be sure. there and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a nice little callback. Absolutely. Um, and so yeah, he then sees Pythis in the window. He goes out and gives uh, Pythis the big, you know, if you treat him with respect, uh, talk to him. Yeah then everything will be okay. Yeah, Hercules um, says, like, hey, I know who you are. I know why you're here. And he's like, oh, Pythus like, oh, are you going to come with us to the village? And Hercules is like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, you know, you you go on this big quest to find this guy to help you. And he's just like, nah, you he's just like, do this and help yourself instead. Eh, that's what Jesus I know the severe, would do. I know why you're here. I know the severity of the reasons why you need me. No. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, Hercules does like tell him, hey, no, because if I go, people are going to die. Right. Um, right, right and, right. you know, he says like, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to treat your enemy with respect, mm -hmm. kindness and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I, presumably this is the speech he gave them earlier. Right. When we Amazonas were going to attack that we didn't see at the time. So exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, one thing I really like about this is actually I'll let you continue and then I'll come back to this point. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, I mean, we're almost done here. Uh, yeah. 
so Herc's mom sees Eolus and Anya. She says that, oh, they belong together. Then asks uh, Herc if there's a woman out there for him. And he says, oh, she's out there somewhere. And they show a shot of uh, Hippolyta and fade to black. And that's the movie, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think uh, what's really good. And again, they don't necessarily beat you over the head with it. You kind of have to be an idiot not to see Hercules like true sacrifice. But he basically sacrificed, you know, his true love mm-hmm. uh, to save everybody else. And, right. you know, you know, Hippolyta, nobody else like remembers anything that happened. But Hercules does. And he still has to carry the pain, you know, because obviously he still has feelings for her. And it's just a really great hero's journey. And that's how I, that's why I feel the deus ex machina works. Because I feel the whole point of this movie, once again, was to, you know, bring Hercules, the the one from the, the pulp character from like the 40s or whatever, who was probably a huge misogynist into you know a more modern you know 90s-esque style of uh of a hero um yeah and And it works because it's a usually when there's a big deus ex machina there's nobody suffers any consequences of whatever was just reversed and this time there is a consequence and it mm -hmm. happens to the hero that the main character yes yeah yeah so yeah yeah he um yeah he did have to give up something um but you know he got his friends back everybody uh pretty much happily ever after and you know, that's what uh, heroes are supposed to do, at least in the hero's uh, journey, for sure. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so let's uh, render the old verdict. Oops. And we will um, uh, continue. Okay, here we go. question. All right. So I think it's uh, pretty obvious here. But Yael uh, Velasquez. Do you think that uh, Hercules versus the, uh, oh no, it's not versus, Hercules and the Amazon women should be remembered for all of human history or tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Uh, I would say keep it. Uh, man, this was better than I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like we've like said, you know, the writing is really tight. Uh, there's very, there's nothing, there's really no filler Nope. Um, the sets look great. The costumes look great. Are they accurate? No, but I mean, this is a Greek mythology. Like, right, what would right. be accurate? It's a fantasy film. Yeah, I mean, there you yeah. can't go back into time and like you can't show me a picture of Hercules because he's not a real guy. Right. <laughs> right exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, a lot more action packed than I remember it being as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of the action, even the fighting scenes, man, it's not like your cheesy 90s TV fighting scenes are pretty well done. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, what, what about you, sir? Oh, man, I agree with you uh, 100%. This is great. I uh, really enjoyed uh, revisiting uh, this movie and the Sorboverse uh, 100%. Uh, I, I don't By the remember- way, did you... Did you know that this, like Hercules and Xena and the spinoffs, they're actually considered to be in the Xenaverse for oh. whatever reason? Huh. I, I don't know why. Maybe oh. Xena like lasted longer. Or well, she because she married Rob Tapper, the executive producer, and he was like, "Whatever uh, you maybe. say, honey. Whatever you say." Maybe I, uh. hey, I do whatever Lucy Lawless told me to do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, because that's, I respect her. That's sound advice, um, but um, yeah, me too. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, great writing. I mean, all the uh, the perform everyone committed. Like, I feel like I wish 
feel like a lot of like of the newer Marvel movies could take a cue from like this kind of tone. It's like they have like a perfect balance here of like fun and stakes and drama, though. Like, uh, I just I mean, what more could you possibly want at a TV movie that you don't even have to pay to watch? You know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and and credit where credit is due, you know, I mean, I I, I think Kevin Sorbo has turned into kind of a. uh, a caricature of a human being, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I gotta say, like he does a great job with mm. his performance. Like his acting is genuinely good. Uh, he's extremely likable. Um, everybody does a really good job. But I would I would say he's perfectly cast um, in this role. Um, and I, when I was doing my research, I read that um, he almost got the part for uh, Mulder. And uh, I think I heard that. Ex- yeah. Yeah. He, I, in the interview, he said it in uh, one of the interviews I read, and he also almost got the part uh, as uh, Clark in Lewis and Clark, uh, oh, The Adventures wow. of Superman, and which is kind of funny because now him and Dean Cain both do all these like weird Christian oh, movies. Oh, man, I really want them to do a buddy cop movie. It would be the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I never thought he was like a bad actor or anything like no, that. No, no, no. But I didn't realize how good or I didn't remember like how good and charming Right, right. Yeah, everyone's real likable. And uh, if you want to talk about other sort of fun facts, like uh, Lucy Lawless was um, actually being considered to be Queen Hippolyta uh, when they Mm. she went into audition, but for some weird racist reason, they didn't want to cast a Kiwi to be Queen Hippolyta. Uh, So they went with Roma Downey instead, and then they just ended up making her the number two and. Then she married Rob Tapper and she became Xena. So uh, there you go. It all yeah. worked out it for all, her. It all worked out. It all worked out for her. <laughs> I mean, it, it might have been too that Roma, you know, she was kind of a known household name. Right. More so because she she was on Touched by an Angel at the time, well, I and, just, which was a very popular show. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that, that it was included in the article that was like, oh, I don't know if this Kiwi can handle being Queen Hippolyta. It's like... Is there something wrong with Kiwis playing like Greek goddesses? I, I don't Maybe, know. M- Maybe not that she hasn't her American accent's pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so I don't couldn't have been that. Maybe it, I mean, I don't want to say. I, it's I a, bet it came down to like the studio saying, "Why don't you put the bigger name. part yeah. to the name that we're also paying more money to?" <laughs> right, right, right. For sure. Uh, so yeah, let me uh, let's run this bumper and we'll be out of here. In accordance to obscurity now. The most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet. You shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. All right. Good times. Yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, revisit the Sorboverse at, uh, at some point. Um, yeah, because, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Although I do, I think we mentioned it before, maybe when we were talking about Mantis or something, that as Hercules' The Legendary Journey uh, moved into its later seasons, it definitely became, like, super goofy. Like, way campy. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't watch it. I'm just saying it got, like, I just, I love the tone of the movie we just watched. Um, and, but I, mean, I love the tone of the TV show, too. Like, I it, mean, that's what I'm saying. They had that tone for a while. But then after, I don't know, so many seasons, I guess they just were like, eh, we'll just camp it up. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, they definitely. But, you know, I think it's good because like it kept the show from being like stale. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and they got the right actors. Like they, Bruce Campbell became like oh yeah, uh, a featured more regular. Yeah, King of yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they, they got like the right people for the roles where it's like yeah, it's campy, but man, it works because like much like in this movie where everybody goes for their character in the TV series, everybody always goes for their characters. Right. Um, did you know that Kevin Sorbo actually wrote and directed a few episodes of Hercules? Ooh, I did not. Hmm. We might have to check those out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, pretty good. I almost kind of wish we would have uh, watched an episode uh, from the series just because the tone is different and, like, that's more so the established Hercules that I think more more people will remember. But this was still excellent. Oh, we will. We will indeed. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, that is uh, Hercules and the Amazon Women. Um, I don't know if you want to watch it. I think it's you could probably you know, pay a couple bucks on Amazon Prime or something. Um, but uh, good stuff. You should check it out yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I-, I will say the Hercules, the series, is available to watch for free if you have a Roku device. on Because Ro- Roku has, like, their own hub of like free stuff that Roku provides for you to stream. And they have mm. all episodes uh, from the series free of charge nice. uh, to watch. So, and the video quality is uh, pretty decent. Uh, but uh, as far as the movie, you can buy it uh, on DVD from, uh, or VHS from uh, Amazon, but you cannot rent it. I cannot find it anywhere to rent. However, uh, you can buy all five movies for $30 on DVD. Uh, yeah, so it's mm. a, like five, six bucks a movie. What do you think Big Tech has against Hercules and the Amazon women? Uh, I don't know. Probably something to do with rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot less fun. But uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, anything uh, to report on the project front before we call it a day? Nothing new on the project front, but I did want to, you know, we talked how Hercules was filmed in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've got a little... Uh, thing in new zealand going on i'm in the uh latest and first issue of a magazine a print magazine that's actually a uh, newsstand oh my called goodness. N- nz retro mm-hmm. uh which is a uh like a gaming magazine that concentrates on retro gaming for the most part there's a i got a two-page spread in the back uh that i was interviewed for so if you're in new zealand <laughs> you can like buy a- although is there a centerfold of you, like naked, holding a CDI over your private parts? No, but but there's two pictures of me in the magazine. One of them is like uh, like one of my pictures that I use for like YouTube and whatever. Mm. Uh, but the other one is uh, of me from when I was wrestling, holding uh, it's a promo shot with the SCW Championship because uh-huh. they talk about. So I am shirtless in this magazine, Dude, just <laughs> like Kevin Sorbo in the movie. Yeah, we watched. Wow. yeah. Wow. But yeah, my, my first time being in a print uh, publication, it is, uh, I know it was like almost sold out a couple weeks ago, so it may be mm-hmm. sold out now, but if you go to nzretro.com, it can be, I believe, purchased there digitally, and uh, they may have some uh, print ones available still to send you. Did nope, they... just checked. The print edition is all sold out, so you can only get it digitally. Are you getting a print copy? Did they send yeah, you I just got. I, yeah, I just got mine yesterday. That's cool. Uh, That's awesome. It's good. And I, I had kind of forgotten about it because we did the interview so, so long ago, and I was like, <laughs> what? So, uh, why am I getting something from New Zealand? I'm like, is this from Kevin Sorbo? Uh, but no. Nice. What about you, uh, Steve? I know that uh, you got your variant cover done for your uh, 
Escape to Earth comic, and I believe you're about to launch in a, about a week, right? The That's uh, right. official uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, we will be. Uh, we'll actually be. Uh, I think we'll be podcasting on that day, May first. Um, is the day the Kickstarter goes live for Escape to Earth number one. Um, I will play the trailer as we um, cut off here at the end. Um, but yeah, there's a. You can buy it digitally or in print, just like uh, Yehel's New Zealand Gamer magazine over here. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's really not much more to say other than that, I mean, it looks awesome and I hope you check it out. Uh, other than that, uh, I will be on the uh, Cheap Seat Reviews podcast, which is a movie podcast. We'll be talking about the movie Watership Down, which is a hilarious uh, talk and animal movie from, I think, like the early 80s, which actually isn't hilarious at all. It's very depressing. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, if you like a movie podcast, uh, check that out. And then um, later on, I'll be on um, uh, the guy who actually drew the variant cover. He's got a live stream. You're, you're, I'm sorry, Steve. You just said I'm going to be on the guy that actually drew the cover how are you are you paying him with your are you paying him with sex oh, i wish on man. the guy be, man i i added up how much money i spent on this comic and oh i wish i could pay in sexual favors no <laughs> the guy who drew the variant cover like unlike the rest of the people i work with who are not in the country i mean not that i wouldn't go on their live streams if they had them He's got a live stream where he um, draws his awesome artwork and stuff, and I will be on there um, soon to talk about uh, the Kickstarter, which will be live at that point. Uh, all the links Wait. will be in the uh, show notes. And uh, other than that, ooh, I already picked out what we're going to talk about next Sunday. Do you want to hear it? Right now, uh, sure, Steve. Tell me about my life. What am I doing next Sunday? Well, what you will be talking about is um, <laughs> it's, it's either uh, di oh, it's Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Um, the oh, sweet. the cartoon from the '90s, not the game, which I think everyone knows more. And it actually came from a comic book, but whatever. I've already said too much. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we'll be covering uh, next Sunday. So, uh, other than that. Please uh, like, share, and subscribe. Tell all your friends about Obscurity Now. And uh, we will see you next Sunday as we continue to discuss even more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. And uh, here we go. Oh, I'm having a weird, weird day. My name's Adam. Where I'm from, I'm known as the Zero Thief. Depending on who you ask, some might say I'm the best thief. But believe it or not, even the best screws up every once in a while. And that's what I did, and I had to make a fast getaway. Ended up crash landing on this bizarre planet. Turns out, I didn't get away fast enough. These winged freaks followed me here. It's just us here, zero feet, on this empty backwards planet. So start talking, either to me or my blade. Okay, okay, I do have something to tell you. It's about the planet. It's not that empty. Come on, man. I thought you were going to die. Come on, loose. Cut me loose. Behind you. Whoa. Thought I was done for. It was going to be a light snack for a snarling creature. But then she showed up, riding on the back of one of those monsters like it was nothing. And with a wave of her hand, 
the other razor-toothed beast just stomped away. I'd never seen anyone like her before in my life. I thought I'd say something clever. Thanks, uh, have you seen my ship? She gave me a look that said more than words ever could, because I think she was trying to read my mind or something. And from there, things just got even weirder. Thirty pages of insane dinosaur action that will leave you hungry for more. Issue one, crowdfunding now. Written and created by Stephen Honeycutt. Arts by Antonio Brandao. Colors by Bruno Ferlani. Jump on now before the whole human race is extinct. Download the digital preview today. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.